genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one Hail Mary last-ditch bargaining minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. (laughs) I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Jake, and with me is my brother Phil from the Matrix Minute. That's right, it's me, it's Phil. Hi. Hey, Phil. Yay. (laughs) And Jake. Welcome, guys. (laughs) Hi, guys. Thanks for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having Uh, us. Indeed. Absolutely. Happy to. Uh, today we're having you guys on for minute 109, which begins with the goblin removing his busted helmet and uh, ends with uh, Norman saying, I've been like a father to you, uh, which is which is something. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to land on that father-son theme a lot these, these couple mm-hmm. days, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so right off the bat, um, I, I love the sound of the helmet being removed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, like, um, there's something very broken. satisfying about it. Yeah. yeah. I need to watch that oh, again. Yeah. I haven't even heard, like, I wasn't even paying attention to that. And I was watching the entire Spider-Man movie just to get to, <laughs> to the show. And here I am thinking I would prepare myself, you know, <laughs> so well. And I have nothing. We I'm have, just going, We apologize yes! for being so ill-prepared. <laughs> it's no, horrible. It, you, <laughs> you love the, the sound of the helmet removal. One thing I really like is the, like, the lighting and stuff there, there's just like one random like little branch of a twig yes. or whatever over his and this the way that he like gets framed underneath that twig is like an old like, you know, horror movie or something. It like is. A, uh-huh. Like a silent film, like a German silent film or something. I love it. Exactly. I love well, it. Like one isn't eye. this channeling Sam Raimi's Evil Dead stuff? <laughs> oh totally. It I mean it totally. always yeah. very well could. Mm. Absolutely. When did when did um, Defoe do that um vampire movie? The uh Ooh, like the Nosferatu. Um, 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 what's it called? It's what's it called? Ah, oh, I watched Shadow it. Shadow of the Vampire. Called, like, yeah, Willem Dafoe is a vampire. I think is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, yeah. Shadow yeah. of the Vampire. The name. Yeah. I've actually watched that last year because I really wanted to see it. it took me uh-huh. a long because I've known about it for so long and I finally got to see it and it's so true. It's very, very similar to that. Yeah, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. that Evoking German expressionism. That old... sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very cool style here. He's just so good at doing face stuff and. Oh man! I know we were watching the movie today, and I was just like, "Is that actually his face doing those like contortions and stuff?" Because I was thinking maybe they just enhanced it digitally, but no, no, it wasn't that time. No, no, it wasn't. No, I don't think they could do that back then. Yeah, no, I don't yeah, think so either. Yet. But it makes you kind of like believe, maybe you know. But obviously, yeah, not the case. Because his face is just so it's crazy, it's so expressionable, expressionable. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen that? A short film where he's the man who, oh, yeah. sort of like the man who laughs. Have you like seen his, that, guys? His oh, expression is no. just, no. you know, just uh, his it, facial expression is stuck smiling. Yeah, frozen. and yeah, yeah, and he has to like oh. navigate 
you know through through life trying to you should you know, watch it it's really great it's, it's it's a really short movie it's like 10 minutes long and it's great and it's just it's perfect because Willem Dafoe is the king of these sorts of sorts of things and um seeing him just you know having that crazy grin that green goblin grin on his, yeah, um, his face the entire time as every as tragic things happen and he's just forced to smile all the time it's yeah. great i can't I mean, we've We've talked a few times about how like sculptural his face is, but like I was just watching an interview with him about John Wick the other day, and just like in the interview, him like I laughing and I talking, I was, was like, in "Man, John his Wick. face! It's like it does so many things just casually. Like, yeah. He's not even mm-hmm. like trying it's amazing. to make it like cartoony. He's just that expressive. It's really cool. And yeah. it's, it's oh, also yeah. really great that we're able to just jump in into this. Uh, it's a really pretty important scene here, like this mm-hmm. and the next one." Because yeah. um, it kind of concludes the entire. It's it's the final throes of the Green Goblin yes. we're seeing here, and uh, the fate of the Green Goblin. Right, and he's he's such yeah. a memorable. Like Willem Dafoe made such a memorable character. Um, I mean, he was in the comics definitely, but um, the you know mm-hmm. what, what his personal spin on it just worked so well, and you remember him all the time, and you just want to quote him. Yeah, well, so, I used yeah. to be so super confused when I was younger between the Hobgoblin and the Green Goblin. I was always uh-huh. confused, and I always thought that the movie version. I always thought. That they made the Green Goblin to replace the Hobgoblin. It was very confusing. I, you know, was not <laughs> um, clear on that. But that's not the case, obviously. Right, right. They're trying to riff more directly on like the first. Well, I mean, the the main riff right now is the death of Gwen Stacy arc, basically, like the mm-hmm. the death. Of yeah, the this Goblin. is yeah. this is specifically um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man one twenty-two. Yeah. Um, the issue right the, after she dies. Guy, yeah, the initial the initial death of the goblin. Uh, <laughs> right. First of first of many. Um, oh, guys, okay. we need to explain a few things because um, I don't. We don't talk about uh, comic book movies or comic books in general as in relation to us, me and Jake, uh, when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have to say that um, neither of us have ever actually read any this is comics. True. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool! Interesting. Wow. Yeah, and right. the only information I actually ever like uh, soaked in was uh, from those big, thick uh, DK encyclopedias, and yes. I yes, <laughs> I would rent those at the library and just pour over them. So my information is is fairly good, but in a general sense of like. Um, what events happened? Like I know about the right, Clone sure. Wars, not the Clone Wars, the Clone Saga. <laughs> different, different, different. They series. might as well be called the Clone Wars, right? <laughs> I know about the clones and um, Secret Wars and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but only in a general sense. So when you're like going, yeah, I have to admit as well that issue like, one hundred and I don't know what. Like and it's my like, information ah. is all adaptational, so I know all these adaptations that have been made. I don't mm-hmm. know the original. Like what it's made based off of, basically. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So I, I empathize with that as well because I think Scott has a much uh, broader and deeper comic book knowledge than I have. Like okay. I really latched onto one comic series when I was younger that had to do with Spider-Man, and like my love for the character grew from that. But I'm always having to go back and learn more about the yeah. Was it Ultimate the Spider-Man? So much stuff. Out yeah, there. Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh uh, yeah. Course. I started uh, actually reading that back in like 2005. Is that when it came out or mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah, and then I kind of yeah. I gave up because I'm terrible. So guys, what is like That's all right. what is like the original <laughs> Spider-Man like comic series, like the one that started it? Um, Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing. Yeah, it's okay. called Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, technically his first appearance was the final issue of a different comic called Amazing Fantasy, but like immediately right. after that he had his own series oh. called Amazing oh, okay. Spider-Man. That makes sense. Yeah, which 
is still running technically. Really? Yes. Technically. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's reverting back to its original numbering. Like, oh, jeez, really? So. Yeah. So what is it like yeah. a yeah, yeah, 12,000 yeah. or something like that? <laughs> no, I think it's in the 700s. 700. Oh, it's yeah. close. Yeah. It's close to 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that the yeah, one right. Is that the one with Miles Morales? Or no, that... that's Ultimate. Is it? Oh, okay. Uh, well, although now that's just regular oh, Spider-Man. Oh, now that's just regular now, Spider-Man. See, I don't yeah, even know Yeah, and then there's an adjective-less Spider-Man, and then there's Amazing Spider-Man. Ah! <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. We're Things so... Things I don't know. is... Yeah. <laughs> Adjectiveless is Miles Morales, and then Amazing Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah, and he's like a rich tech billionaire right now, which is well, odd. not for well, much not longer. right now, right now, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's well, on man. his way out from that. Position. Anyway, uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, tangent. I, I so understand. Anyway, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, one twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, more on that uh, in tomorrow's minute. Exactly. Uh, here, I, I guess my 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 big question about this particular minute mm-hmm. is that. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about how Norman and the Goblin are two distinct personalities here. Yes. And I was going to talk in this, about it. Yeah. 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 So in this moment, do we think that Norman, it, it, do you, we think this is the Goblin or do we think this is Norman? Is Norman being genuine or is he working with the yeah, Goblin? Um, so, I, what do you think? Me? Okay. Well, I don't well, know who wants to go first. As a kid, yeah. when I watched mm-hmm. this for the first time, I can vividly remember seeing this film in theaters back in 2002, and it's really great. It's really nostalgic for me. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, what I think is I've always thought of them being uh, separate at the beginning, but then uh, as the movie keeps going on, um, the weaker uh, Norman uh, starts to succumb to the goblin's yeah, insanity, that as well. and then they kind of mm-hmm. start becoming one singular. I feel like here Norman is completely suppressed at this point, and the Green mm-hmm. Goblin has taken over. And Norman oh. actually probably just accepted that fate, and he's just like, okay, he goes sure. along with that completely. And I think the Green Goblin, like you said, maybe they intertwined, and now the I, Goblin's yeah. mentality think, is completely just uh, like leading. Interesting. The, I always yeah, thought at wait. this point that. Norman's basically gone until or that like tomorrow's minute. I kind of thought like this is the goblin impersonating the old okay. uh, Norman. Type. I think that works too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. Uh, it's so they're still deceit. so they're still both sort of active and they kind of switch, like depending on. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, at this point, I feel like we haven't really had like Norman have any like um, uh, agency in 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 this. Uh, body uh since like the the conversation that harry and uh quote unquote norman had uh, right after you know you know oh there's no one peter loves more yeah. like I, I really haven't thought of norman like being around hmm, that's a good really point yeah it's true he he's pretty much kind of yeah. gone at this point um, hmm. yeah so i mean i it they it sounds very genuine because i mean willem dafoe's a great actor but i I mean, my like headcanon, I feel like this is just the goblin BSing him completely. Okay. Like, okay. This is a, okay. Yeah, bargaining. Like, I've got no other options. Let me try to distract yeah. him for a while. Wow. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? Uh, I think I think it really is Norman. Oh. I think that um, uh, I think that he's been drifting away, but the uh, the fear of being killed by Spider Man mm-hmm. brought him sort of back hmm. into you know brought him his agency back it's oh, like okay. that kind of like survival uh you know yeah yeah, uh, yeah. thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and so i i think i think he's i think he's back and he's really is trying to plead with 
Peter, who he knows is Spider-Man, and like maybe he can save me from this. But he also doesn't have full control. So when he goes to push the button, mm-hmm. I don't think Norman knows that he's doing see, that's that. That's the thing. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I could I could still use that in my reading in that like what 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 I remember from earlier in the movie was the idea that it was almost a blackout experience when they were fully separate. That, that is true. You know, mm-hmm. Norman had no idea what the goblin was doing, and he was genuinely. But that was just what happened to Doctor right? Strom. Yeah, uh, and so the idea that when when Peter calls him out and goes to the death toll, like you kill those people on that um, bridge there, you you tried to kill Aunt May, you tried to kill Mary Jane. Goblin, he doesn't deny it. Really, he says, you know, the goblin did that. I had nothing to do with it. But why would he have memories of it? Unless it was the goblin talk. Well, that's the thing. I think that it sort of like progresses later on mm-hmm. where suddenly like Norman becomes more conscious of it. Norman was kind of like, they, they become mm-hmm. a team sort of later. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how I felt yeah. about it too. I felt like mm. um, because of that, because of that shot, the one where he's like, but not you. Like, I think the and line he, is blurred and he, and he goes here down, completely. Yeah, because he goes yeah. down to punch the, punch the button. Mm. Tap the button, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's where I think that both of them are working together in a, in a, in a weird, because... Norman isn't isn't as dominant as uh, this is like a very Gollum Smeagol kind of thing. Yeah, I was gonna say very oh, Gollum Smeagol. Sure. <laughs> I bet it's amazing that they were like developed simultaneously. Because yeah, like, the next year after this came out was visually. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Um, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, um. I just have to. <laughs> I just have to put a disclaimer here. I have not listen to spider-man minute yet because i am still <laughs> okay. going through back to the future minute and i'm almost done we're on the train <laughs> and when that's over i'll be able to go into spider-man and it'll be fine so if we're repeating things i'm really sorry you're probably you're probably around where i'm guesting on back to the future minute right yes now. absolutely right. in <laughs> fact two days ago i was listening to you and i was like hey it's 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 um it's you yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I keep, I keep, I keep messing up because um, I keep, I like um, because you know uh, Diego Luna is the guy who played um the dude in Rogue One. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I keep calling yeah. you Diego Luna all the time. So Dude, sorry. that is the best thing I've ever heard. No, that's amazing. <laughs> Please continue to do so okay. and tell all your friends. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Minute with Diego Luna. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man Minute with Diego Luna. What if we could get Diego Luna to guest on this podcast? Awesome. Do it. Oh, do God. it. Just tweet yeah. at him. That's, that's our it. goals for Done. season two. Yeah. He's just it. a really big Spider-Man fan. <laughs> yeah. um, He's a huge, like, Jabba the Hutt fan. Have you seen, like, his videos about... Every interview where they ask him about, like, you know, his youthful appreciation of Star Wars, he has this, like, go-to line where he's like, I just always, you know, I, I was fascinated by Java. Like, I wanted to touch him. You know, <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> nobody would let me touch Java. And I was like, <laughs> I love you, Diego Luna. Please. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I do like, uh, though, when he, when Norman is going for the button, mm-hmm. how his voice subtly starts to deepen yeah mm. um which is kind of cool um and i have to say i, I also like love the design of the button itself yes like that little fady yeah. lamp to me that just signifies yeah. this suit is premium quality it's you know amazing mm. <laughs> the technology that went into the suit is just brilliant touch sensitive i mean look at that if obviously. they made a, if they made yeah. the lamp fady that clearly indicates quality it does oh yeah yeah well, well, and I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I'm impressed yeah. that like the design stuff it's like doesn't, really good. Um, doesn't really date mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. that that still feels appropriate for exactly 
Yeah. Oh, the little LED or whatever, and he touch it's touch sensitive and stuff. Like yeah. the, uh, I do. It's like a yeah. it's like a silent alarm. The yeah, way that it, yeah, that's it. It's yeah, good. It's but you good, know, what? I always wonder like, how does it that, work? Like, if you click the button, well, I guess it's just uh, that's just completely. I mean, that other company is nothing on Oscorp. Yeah, I know. And yeah, such no, beautiful design. What was up? Did you get? I bet you guys talked like, about what was up with that weird general guy. Yeah, what was up? What was his problem? What, yeah. what was his deal? That. He was just a jerk, basically. Like, why? <laughs> why was he against like these programs that Oscar was making when they were pretty good? Just give him more time. I don't understand what the issue is. I would have to go back and listen. I feel like we had some sort of headcanon. Uh, yeah, with. no, it, no, no, no. It's because um, it's because he worked with uh, Norman's father and oh, doesn't. Doesn't think that Norman should be in charge. charge he thinks other people okay. should be mm-hmm. in charge. Um, he doesn't think he deserves uh, that role. Okay, okay. So. I see. The fuse. Still, though, <clears throat> going back to that, the early goblin stuff in the movie when we're introduced to this technology, yeah. I think we, we spoke at length about the idea with how elaborate this glider tech is and whatnot, and that it the is. first view of it is with the test pilot with the goggles and this weird head thing that probably part of the control of the glider was built into the helmet piece. Like instead of wearing that weird, you know, Star Trek-y looking thing, got like his helmet, maybe you can direct it with your mind a bit. But now I'm walking that back, I guess, because very clearly he does not have his helmet on. He just took it off. It got all beaten to crud by Spidey and he took the helmet off and he's begging. And it's still, you know, positionally speaking, uh, Responding to his every whim and will. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's it's responding to the beacon that he just turned on. Right. Oh, so he's just kind of saying yeah. return, like yeah, like you're telling your Roomba to go, like yeah, or itself. your drone, right? Because right. because that's because Peter is between him and the glider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then, but, but then um, again, so though, why he... is it so violently <laughs> <laughs> flying back to Norman? That's a bit crazy for a return, like return <laughs> home. Yeah. Well, maybe sure he's he got a speed. speed or oh, whatever. Go, yeah, 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 yeah. Control on his other hand or something. Like maximum speed. <laughs> like, yeah. Enter. Overload the circuit. <laughs> he pre-programmed it. Let's yeah. just say that. Just, I'm just imagining well, like the but, test but that's pilot. that's in the next minute. So we've got to talk about yeah, yeah. that yeah. and steal from uh, our conversations for at, tomorrow. At the that's very the least, minute. it is ready to go at the touch of a button, which Correct. I... Yeah, the type of future tech and, that I get into. And also, yeah. you know what? Not for nothing, but I think this glider is a lot more silent than that stupid badger thing. Um, <laughs> That's true. You can't and, sneak up on any of that. You mean the like, other guy's ship? Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the quest. Okay. I hated whatever. that thing. What was that? <laughs> yeah. It looks like a giant frog or something. <laughs> well, wasn't it called the badger? Yeah, it was right? the badger. badger but it might have yeah, only been the in badger. the uh, behind-the-scenes book, because I think they just oh, like call okay. it the our test whatever thing. Yeah. It's got right. dumb legs. Exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah, lame, yeah. lame, lame, yeah. lame. No. Crap. It, it reminds me of like, one of the fake Iron Man suits. Remember those? <laughs> the fake ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like one of those. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gotcha. Just maim people? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This glider is super silent. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why he doesn't run it on this all the time. It wastes uh, a lot of power. Yeah. It wastes a lot of power. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's how it is when uh, a photography friend of mine was telling me that I had this uh, digital SLR and um, I put it on silent shutter and he's like, no, no, you're going to run out of, you know, that thing's going to run run it down because of the, the silent oh. shutter. So you better keep that on if you want to keep the... You mean like wear it down? Yeah, wear it down. Wear the shutter down if you're going to keep it on silent mode. So you better... Oh, that's wild. That is yeah. weird, isn't it? So I would say the same thing with the glider. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder right. what that would entail. I mean, because <clears throat> your digital... Ca- I mean, it's probably a physical shutter normally, but then yeah, it, is. it turns it into like a scrolling shutter on the sensor Yeah, it, or it does, it does something to it to cushion uh, the <laughs> sound. 
Um, and I kept it on silent for quite a while and he's like, you you better put it back on uh, normal because (laughs) it has like half of the life that it would. General uh, photography advice here on Spider-Man Minute. There you go. I mean, it's perfect, right? Yeah, that's true. Peter Parker. Oh, oh, speaking of cameras, uh, there a thing in this um, that I noticed on my watch through today is on the actual reveal moment, right? Like uh, Norman takes off his helmet, we see his eye, and then we cut to Peter reacting when we go to coverage on peter we go into handheld coverage which Do i don't we? know if we've seen in this movie before this point. oh yeah like you're right one of the only times i've seen handheld coverage it's in like this slightly shaking movie. yeah yeah just slightly shaking up and down when we you know move in on on peter there and maybe it's like the one time it felt like yeah his world is unstable and that's a good point we... Why don't we show that visually? Yeah. Yeah. Right. A it's a subtle move. Can we just but it's take good. a moment about how I love the lighting in this one? Uh, the oh, this yeah. whole um, mm-hmm. uh, scene because uh, I love the partial silhouette thing that's going on with the with the light on the side, and mm-hmm. uh, how I kind of um, I'm sure many movies uh, lately have uh, done something like this, but I kind of miss that because it's not as common as it was um, back then. Yeah. To do that, because I think we have a lot of more tools at our disposal at the moment as uh, when you're making films, and you kind Mm -hmm. of forget that um, doing things just, you know, like being on the set and just, that's all we can do, that's good enough, let's shoot it, and then we have it in the Mm -hmm. can, and uh, Mm -hmm. not doing any um, post-processing too much on it actually, you know, is, uh, is, has a little bit of uh, wonderful accidental magic to it. That's true. Exactly. That's true. And you can still do interesting things in post- you know, if you take the time, like, I, I don't think it limits you in any way, you know, like, take the time to make it look as good as it can in front of exactly. the lens. Exactly. And, yeah. and plus, you also commit help. to your ideas That's on right. set. That's what I say. Whereas mm-hmm. nowadays, sort of mm-hmm. like, it's like, well, we'll do whatever, but then we'll fix it in post. Yeah, there's but, a lot of tweaking. I mean, Could you be. really want to, yeah. like you said, aim for just like making the best you can and then yeah. if you have to. And see what happens after. Correct something later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's a. Uh, yeah. I just, I this, just is love a, the this is a great this, yeah. this is a great looking scene yeah. for sure. Ah, and well, like you said last week, it, it's is I think the best that the goblin suit looks when it's all beaten up and dirty and you it's know wonderful. Like a real, totally. Ah, it's, put harsh shadows on things, and sometimes magic happens. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I also think it's interesting because like this scene is very. Uh, it's, there's a stark difference between this scene and previous scenes in the film. Where you know the movie's pretty colorful and pretty bright, and yeah, I feel this like, is like, and this is like a complete. Like difference. When I was a kid, I thought this was some kind of like abandoned graveyard. <laughs> yeah, where are they? Yeah. Like in a, it's a mental hospital that's no like way. in ruins. No way! Uh, I didn't know that. Um, I Roosevelt thought it was some Island. kind of like yeah. botany thing. That, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's poison ivy's poison lair. Poison ivy was yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> her old uh, base, I believe. Yeah, all, all of her plants exploded. The Turkish yeah. bath was there as well, and. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yeah. Uh, so, what do you guys? Uh, what do you think is going through Peter's head here? Because I don't. Right. I don't this, think is, this, is the, doing... this is Norman's doing the moment. The moment where the the mask comes off. I forgot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Because like he doesn't. Norman isn't doing a good job of explaining exactly what his deal is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. And so. 
it really like I think that's why Peter just keeps saying like you killed all those people and he's like no not me the goblin he's like but you are the goblin yeah, like yeah. what are you talking about well, well like, this is the whole you like know, you know no... this is the whole like philosophical problem of identity because it's like who is actually the green goblin and if Norman wasn't present during the actions taken the green goblin did is Norman responsible or not you know and we get oh, these, these super okay. complicated questions like oh my goodness <laughs> i feel like peter i know, mean you do but then but from peter's yeah. perspective he doesn't understand that norman yeah. is a, has split personality yeah, peter's disorder. just seeing like, this norman he's not doing a good job of explaining that yeah I think, have a lot yeah, of Peter basically just thinking that's just i think yeah norman. he's just saying this he's probably half saying that to himself as well um you try to kill mm-hmm. mary jane you try to kill and i also mary. think that peter can't let go of the fact that he did those things whoever did those things they i mean did yeah those that, things, that weighs in heavily and, yeah. especially when like kind of maybe sort of echoing the the scene with the uh the carjacker at the right beginning. oh yeah. yes he, yeah we talked about that yesterday okay. which was the first time that we realized that that's what this scene is is that it's a it's a mirror of the carjacker scene um in like pace and sort of uh uh, blocking mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I think that Peter is just kind of like, he doesn't sort of look like it, but I think he's just like processing everything and he's sort of in shock. That's what it is. And he doesn't know what to think at the moment, but clearly he knows that, you know, he's taking into account a lot of the stuff that happened basically. And he's sort of like mm-hmm. just super confused, I think. Yeah. I mean, I get, I, I kind of just like how, uh, committed he is to this line of reasoning where he's like i'm just gonna focus on the murders you know like you yeah you straight up murdered people in front of me at world unity festival and you tried to kill aunt may and you tried to kill mary jane i mean obviously there's not much enough time here for the goblin to make like a complete uh you know appraisal of the entire backstory situation but i agree that he should have like given a little bit more context than, oh, the goblin. Like, like well, why is there a goblin, Norman? Why is there yeah. a goblin? I, yeah, I, I had nothing to do with it. It was the goblin. That's so true. What is that supposed to mean? You are the goblin. Yeah. No, it was the goblin. <laughs> it wasn't me. I can't help. I do love to, the, like, um, the vocal thing he does when uh, he's... Don't let him take me again, like that struggle there. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let him take me again. Yeah, like, I... I'm I'm coming around I think to to your idea that uh, it is, you know, the trauma of the situation actually brings real normal back real Norman back to the fore for a bit. But even in the, like the mm. um the version of my brain where it's just the goblin pretending to be Norman, uh I'm impressed by that performance. Like that's a good mm-hmm. little Yeah. Like, yeah. He's great, man. Vocal yeah, struggle sure. there of don't let it happen. No, you you Peter, I knew I could count on you. It, yeah. I think, I think too, I think uh, like from my perspective, the way that I'm reading Mm. the scene is that Norman comes out after getting punched in the face a bunch of times and he's like, oh my God, this kid's going to kill me. (laughs) I I need to, I need to try and stop him from doing this. And so he snaps out of it and is begging for his Mm. life. And I think at a certain point, he simultaneously realizes that he's not really getting through to Peter (laughs) and also that... And also that the goblin has a plan. Yeah. And so he puts his faith back in the goblin. Oh, yeah. And then go. it bites him in yeah, the that's ass. That's something I can agree I think that's with. That's probably the best explanation. That's, yeah. I think that's the whole arc of what happens here. I think that's it. In, from my that, reading yeah, of it, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that works a lot. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, <laughs> I just got reminded of that bit in uh, Avengers where uh, 
Like, how are we going to deal with the fact that, like, Hawkeye is all mind controlled? Well, we'll just hit him really hard in the head. <laughs> that solves it. <laughs> now he's back to normal. We'll just hit him really uh, percussive That's the classic movie way of getting people back into consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Or, it, or to unconsciousness. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I, like, uh, repair all of my televisions and jukeboxes as well. Yes. Clearly. It's effective. <laughs> That's, That's good. That's good. Yeah. The Fonzie maneuver. Um yeah. <laughs> or the you know the John Matrix fly or die. Oh, that's a <laughs> yeah. Always works too. Talk to technology. That's the only way to fix things. Threaten it with violence. Or, or I mean, Han Solo uh, does it. So or uh, it works. car accidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, car accidents also worked. Work for Gina exactly. Davis. Yeah. Um, God, I yeah. love the long kiss goodnight. That is a. It's a oh, great movie. I haven't seen it. I know that's the thing. Well, that's the best context. Don't don't know anything about it and just like take a recommendation and watch it, which is how I watched it the first yeah. time. We're just like, oh, this movie's oh. on Netflix. Why don't we watch yeah, it? Yeah, that is good stuff. Um, do that. Boy, it is a wild fun ride. Uh, Shane Black, oh, cool. Gina Davis, mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, cool. So oh, Shane Black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in this movie, yeah. uh, there's a bit. I know. Even last week, we had a bit of discussions about whether or not people like the the torn mask revealing stuff or whatever. But I, I would argue it's worth it just for the look on Peter's face in the end of this minute when Norman holds out his hand, like, take my hand. And you just see Toby do this little, like, look down at his hand. And he's all beaten and bloodied and bruised. And it's like, a, are you kidding me, dude? Type of look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I, I have to point out, um, speaking of the, the, the mask being torn up, we got a little bit of a costume malfunction oh. here. Oh. Um, because if you can see on the right side where most of his mask is still yeah. intact, um, if you look at his cheek near his uh, like mouth mm. line, it's got some of the beige material underneath oh. the mask poking out. <laughs> I never um, noticed that. Ah, yeah. yeah. You mean on his cheek or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, 25 yeah. seconds ish in. I can't um, see anything. I'm too far away from the screen. There's like a. Uh, <laughs> what we talked about a Come couple here, days Phil. ago is that they had to specially make this costume because of the way that the internals of the normal suit worked, like the padding and uh-huh. the internal jaw structure, that they had to still make those structures, but make them skin colored. So right. that where right. there's tears in the suit, you don't just see, you know, other layers of foam and stuff. Yeah, 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 and yeah. So yeah. <laughs> on the face portion, because I think otherwise this mask would just tear itself apart as he was talking. They have like a backing there, like a fabric or like peach or uh, skin colored material that's holding it together. And you can yeah. see the line next to his, his jaw about so 25 weird. seconds in. You're like... Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, totally. But man, I the the drama here is is good enough and the performances are so solid that like you obviously would never notice anything like that while you were, you know. No, I mean that's exactly it. If you're focused on the on the story and the acting, then those things mm-hmm. are just like you only see them after like repeated viewing. Yeah, the only reason that I'm noticing it is because one, we're looking at it very yeah. closely and two, uh, he's got, he's got, uh, Toby has a bit of a, just sort of like a natural five o'clock shadow mm-hmm. on his mm, face, yeah. like at all times. Um, you know, cause he's obviously clean shaven here, but he just has it like that sort of natural, like you can just see the hairs and the yeah. pores on his yeah, face all the time. Um, and so, and so while they did a good job of matching his skin tone, they didn't do a great job of matching uh, the skin tone of the of his like facial yes. hair <laughs> skin, yeah. So it pops a little out bit, a little yeah. bit more. That's the only reason I even would have mo- noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, movies. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, movies. Movie magic. Movies. It, it's almost movies. like like some forms of movie magic, like foam bricks and you know latex appliances and things like that. I think work more beautifully and when you're shooting things on film with gr- grain and and things like that. that yeah, I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that. Yeah. 4K everything, mm-hmm. digital shenanigans. And it's all overly sure. crisp. Yeah. There's nothing to yeah. hide. I li- I like when movies look more like paintings than they look like documentary footage, you know? Like I yep, I like yep. that sort of beautiful smooth. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were talking about in the Matrix minute. Just yeah, the, just a few episodes ago. We were just talking about how there is some kind of magic when it comes goes through uh, the film process and then and onto the projector screen. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. there's that contrast that is still unbeatable, in my opinion. And then there's I think that... it's also just the organic material, sort of like obviously there is a physical explanation for it, but somehow mm-hmm. like perceptually everything gels a little bit better together. When it's put on film. When it's on right. film, yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that's hard to... You can obviously replicate that yeah. today yeah. digitally, mm-hmm. but still there is that sort of like that nice blend that always works out with film somehow. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. And I miss it. Yeah, me too. Likewise. Likewise. <sighs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so guys, do you do you have... Um, uh, you know, obviously you grew up together. Do you have... Uh, <laughs> Do you have any memories of um, maybe like the first time that you experienced like Spider-Man as a character? Do you have any like as a early character? memories as of a like, character. Yes. like what do you mean yeah. specify? Like how do Just you know as a character? Spider-Man like is? when yeah. did you oh, know okay. this yeah. right. about Spider-Man? I can tell you. You I'm, go first. I'm pretty. Um, I'm I'm pretty well versed in what happened. In my, you know my backstory. So let's see. Um, so I was five, maybe four, something like that. You know, you're at Walmart and you find out that there's these action figures and there's Spider-Man. Ha! Uh. Huh, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. But then later on, you find out that there were uh, there was a cartoon series, the '90s uh, Spider-Man uh, TV show, uh, which mm-hmm. I noticed because I had this VHS of a I don't know what kind of a cartoon it was, but afterwards they had trailers for uh, different um, animated shows and they were all DC, uh, not DC. What am I talking about? Whoa. <laughs> Marvel. They were all, they were all Marvel, uh, comics shows such as, and that's where I actually have a nostalgic fondness with, uh, the songs like when Captain America throws his mighty shield. Yeah. And then there was, of course, <laughs> and there's also like, uh, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And I got to see, uh, that's when I was like, when I really found out about who Spider-Man is because they showed clips of the animated 90s show and the 60s show a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then and then as a tease at the end, there was like uh, this brick wall and it bursts out and there comes a black Spider-Man with a mouth and a tongue and his sharp <laughs> teeth. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and, and I was hooked and I just wanted to know more about Spider-Man. So when it came time for the movie to happen, uh, I played the uh, PlayStation game. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was, you know, the the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the PlayStation. Yeah, with one the game. wonderful Spider-Man theme remix in it too, and it was a pretty good game to be honest. Um, oh yeah. And mm-hmm. so yeah, so once Spider-Man came out in theaters, I was fairly knowledgeable about it, and I remember when. Wow, it, I didn't even know. This. I remember when the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I remember when the movie finished, and we watched it with our dad and our uncle, and. Uh, I was being like super hyped and I was like, you know, in, in the Spider-Man comics, there's 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 this guy called Venom and he's like Spider-Man, but he's black and he's huge and he has some, um, you know, sharp teeth and, you know, stuff like that. And my dad's like, oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love <laughs> Venom. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I don't have an amazing story like that. Uh, I just generally was aware of characters. <laughs> because of me, that's like, the problem. Probably, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right, because I'm the younger brother. <laughs> that's one of the problems of We have the origin story the right there. Younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. That's one of but, the problems. You, yeah, but you I have to say, though, <clears throat> watching Spider-Man, though, for the first time, I think, um, I think to date, that's probably one of my favorite uh, superhero films. I think it's just a very well done film. And I think uh, they really nailed... Um, I don't know how in line it is with the comics again, but I'd like the flavor that they got. The flavor yeah. in the film is very mm-hmm. unique. And I think that... Um, it's something that wasn't done before in that kind yeah, of... Yeah, and I think uh, they laid out the story so well. And I think that... um, Yeah, I really just... Yeah, like who knew uh, you'd be interested in the Green Goblin when I was like waiting for Venom. You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's <laughs> great. <laughs> By the way, y- y- no, Spider-Man 3, no, no. Less Venom, please. Less Venom. It, we'll get there. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. Please we'll have me. some Venom conversations. <laughs> yeah, no, we have we have a lot to say about about Spider Man Three. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's uh, I I think the flavor. I mean, the tone of it. Spider Man tonally shifts a lot, just culturally mm-hmm. as a character. Yeah. Um, I think like right now we're in a uh, very much of a ultimate Spider-Man place yeah. of that sort right. of Bendisi vibe. Uh, it seems like everything kind of wants to do that. Um, I, so I don't know, like the Raimi films are a beast unto themselves. Like I don't think any other Spider-Man thing has ever really felt like the Raimi films, yeah. um, but that kind of makes them feel more special yeah. to me, I think. Yeah. Well, I think that from what I know is that, you know, uh, in the Raimi films, Spider-Man himself is sort of less spidery compared to sort of all mm-hmm. the rest of the adaptations, I'm guessing comics or games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think some people have a problem with that, but I don't know. I feel like for me, that wasn't important because I felt like the character of Spider-Man and to, and uh, Peter Parker just sort of, sort of uh, really worked so well that didn't wasn't a problem. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Great movie. I mean, there's a reason that, like, you know, stuff from this film, like the Upside Down Kiss, like, uh, entered the cultural consciousness so so deeply, even though they weren't part of the comics. Like, mm-hmm. they yeah. something about it's this its own mix thing yeah. is its own thing that really spoke to people, and you know, exactly. It's really fun to look back yeah. on it. Um, yeah, and I have to say, like, yeah. personally, I don't know why I feel like um, the Mary Jane Peter Parker relationship isn't like. Not many, I don't. I feel like a lot of people don't really like it, but I have to say I'm a huge fan of it. I think it works so <laughs> yeah. well in the movie. I don't know. I feel like it's, yeah, it's like a sweet relationship, and it works out well. And sort of like you, you know, from the beginning, it's meant to be. And as you watch the film, you can know this. It's subtle, but that's what makes it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not just yeah. sort of like the focus isn't 100 percent on that, but it just. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm a big fan of it. It's cute. Yeah. It's wonderful. It is. It's yeah. Cute. It's very. It's very innocent. Yeah. Um. It, but in like uh just like in a in like a fun sort of old fashioned way yeah. that makes uh this movie feel like a like an old Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Um that's a good which point. It's what we love about yeah. it. Um all right. Well uh let's uh let's move on and, and talk about uh one ten tomorrow, yes. guys. Yeah, um, sounds great. Where why don't you uh why don't you tell everybody about uh where they can find the Matrix Go minute. Jacob, go cool. So you can find the Matrix Minute at um <laughs> we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, both just the Matrix Minute. Uh-huh. You can just Google the Matrix Minute. Probably the best place to find us is thematrixminute.one. Oh, uh, perfect. And the one is yeah, because of Neo, the one. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. So you can follow <sighs> us there and iTunes and blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, we talk a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Gorgeous. And we cover The Matrix, the 1999 film The Matrix. Yeah. Yep. And only only three times a week. Only That's three true. Yeah, times. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You guys are insane. Yeah, yeah you guys are doing clearly. The, yeah. The daily stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good i like your sensible approach yeah. guys uh we we bring up the matrix a lot on yeah, this show because wow. um no way. like actually i think i think we brought it up in our second episode ever was the first time we talked about it because the Dude. uh the initial trailer for this was like a matrix kind of like rip off like it used like music from the was matrix it the, and... was it the go for the ultimate spin that yeah right yeah where it was very much like being like, oh, the Matrix is cool. People like <laughs> yeah, the Matrix. Let's let's <laughs> let's do that. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, this is not like <laughs> the Matrix. Why would you do that? <laughs> but like, ever yeah. since setting that tone, we've been like uh, keeping an eye out. You know, if you go through the backlog, uh, every time this movie riffs on the Matrix, we've caught it. It's it's a surprisingly large number yeah. at this point. Yeah, you know. man. It does bullet time. Mm-hmm, bullet time. It does. Oh, I forgot know, the Spidey it's... Sense thing is the bullet time mm-hmm. thing. Isn't it? it is. It is. They yeah. do punching the wall, yeah. but you know the like punching the concrete wall, missing somebody's head. Like they do a lot of little bits that are like, oh yeah, the Matrix was just on everybody's mind. That's right. Man, that That's movie crazy. was so influential, mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Crazy. So probably a good yeah. pair of podcasts to listen to. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, so go check out the Matrix Minute do and uh, we do will it. be back with more of uh, Jake and Phil tomorrow on Minute 110. Bye. 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 Bye.